for the week of April 24th, 2022. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. And I'm Dave. Dave. Salty Dave. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Huh? I didn't want to admit this to you. Yeah. We recorded this for my laptop last time. Oh, see, I knew that scene behind you uh, was familiar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so. On the last episode of Mojo Weekly, which I know you listened to, Dave. Oh, yeah, religiously. Uh, Josh and I gave a preview as to what this episode would be. Uh, and then immediately after we were done recording, we realized we completely got it wrong. And Josh's schedule is all weird. And he was in Chicago. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, it just straight up didn't work. So I had to call in the reserves. Special guest, Dave. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. And then next week's going to be an even stranger situation because we're going to be at Midwest Gaming Classic. Uh, you're not, though, poopy, no. poopy head. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, so we're hoping to do a podcast with with Dale again and probably with Klaus. Oh, nice. and, oh, um, that's fun. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm sure those guys will Dale and... Uh, Josh will make me talk about wrestling or something since they're both big wrestling nerds. Now I'm a little jealous. I I know I it's my decision not to go this time, but yeah, you can still go. I mean, you, I, I can get a cot for you. <laughs> no, it's you right. can sleep with Klaus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, Dave. Here's your news. Uh, so we're recording this. Uh, we're recording this early this week. We're recording it on Tuesday, so we're going to miss anything that happens after Tuesday. So, you know, deal with it, nerds. Uh, but here there has been there have been a couple uh, a couple good news items. And uh, and and here's the first one. Sega is reportedly working on a on big budget reboots for Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Yeah. yeah and then there's a there's a there's a big caveat to this. There's a there's a there's more. Uh, okay. With the intention of creating new installments that generate recurring revenue in online communities, uh, so we know what this means. This means games as a service. Um, this means like Fortnite bullshit. Yeah, but like I was wondering because they 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 said they want to be like Epic. Yeah. How do you make a Fortnite crazy taxi? I don't know. Lots of cars running around picking up fares. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> which could be kind of crazy and like fun yeah it could be racing around I mean, trying to find people to pick up yeah it definitely would be crazy how do you make how do you make a i mean i guess you know you could do an online jet set radio you know where it's a bunch of people running around tagging stuff and you have to get the different territories you know like you're tagging your territory and all that business i don't know and doing the grinding that sounds like it could be fun i don't know you're gonna hang up on me why yeah, I've never played Jet Set. I, 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 I just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a friend that was super into it. I was just like, never looked like it was my thing. Yeah, um, it, it's. I loved it back in the day. I loved the vibe of it, the look, you know, like the look, the music, uh, all that stuff. The gameplay wise, at least the first one was a little shaky. Um, it got a little frustrating. I played most of the way through, and I don't think I ever did complete it. Um, and then the Xbox version. Um, was good too and they corrected some of that stuff but i I like them both um i'll bust them out on the uh on the dreamcast every now and then 
bust the first one out. Uh, but anyway, according to uh, Bloomberg, the report or the reboots are part of Sega's quote unquote super game initiative, which aims to create games with large communities and the ability to generate a long tail of revenue. Basically, like I said, Fortnite kind of stuff, microtransactions, all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. supposedly the crazy taxi reboot has been in development for over a year, uh, and Sega aims to release it within the next two to three years. So they're really like putting a lot of effort into this sucker. Wow. Yeah. Um, it and jet set radio are allegedly two of four planned super games, uh, with a third apparently being a first person shooter that aims to generate $780 million over its lifetime. All right. Good. That's a specific number. That's a very specific number, and good luck with that, Sega. <laughs> a first-person shooter. Yeah. So, all right, Sega. I mean, I've I've been begging for, you know, uh, Jet Set Radio. I've been begging for more of that. I'd, I always would love to see more Crazy Taxi. The phone version, the mobile version, was not great. Um, no, I never played that. It's 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 what you'd expect. Um, from a mobile game, lots of swiping, you know, not much gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, in other Sega news, supposedly a Streets of Rage movie adaptation is in the works uh, from the John Wick franchise creator, Derek Kolstad. So this comes to us from Deadline. Oh, I'm all for that. Hell yeah. I, especially if they nail like the cheesy 80s street punk, you know, uh, Warriors <laughs> kind of vibe. Yeah, I'd be all about that. I'd love John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I, which, which, which I guess I don't know why that surprises me. Well, I'm a huge advocate for nonviolence, so it's <laughs> weird that I'm like, heck yes, a movie yeah. where there's 112 headshots. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. um, so Colstad wrote uh, the film script. Uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie producer, uh, DJ2 Entertainment, and Escape Artists will produce the adaptation. So DJ2 Entertainment has made other video game uh, inspired live action movies, uh, or or at least has them in the works. Uh, They're not done yet. Um, But Disco Elysium uh, is one of them. Life is Strange is another. And then Dave, a movie that I will never watch. Come on. It takes two. (laughs) Won't do it. Won't do it. We still got to finish We that. do, we... we do. Come on, Cody. Come uh, on, Cody. Ugh. Um, anyway. Ride this rocking horse over to the helium balloons. Why are you so mean to me? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Sega has... Uh, so, what, 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 what was I going to say? Oh, so Sega has other live-action adaptations supposedly in the works, and I, well, how did I not know about these? But there's apparently going to be a Shinobi movie they're hoping to get made. What? Uh, an Altered Beast movie. <laughs> All right. I guess that might be a cool horror kind of vibe, you know? tweak on american in paris or something uh, maybe or american werewolf yeah. in paris and then of all things rent a hero uh, what is that uh so i'm gonna i'm looking it up right now and i have heard of it but i think it only came out in japan yeah it came out in japan for uh the mega drive you know the genesis in 1991 uh created by yu suzuki you know behind uh 
you know, all the like Shenmue and Virtua Fighter and oh, all that okay. stuff. Uh, it's an action role playing game, large emphasis on humor. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Rent a hero lives in the town of Korja in Japan with his mother, father, and sister. Blah blah blah. Uh, he received a combat armor by accident during the house a housewarming party when he ordered pizza from Sensational Cafeteria, <laughs> which is shortened to Seika. Nice. Instead of getting the pizza, he got the combat armor. After realizing that the suit gave him incredible strength and that he is required to pay for the armor, he decides to become a hero for hire. I mean, that might be a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good plot. I'll take yeah, that. why not? Sure. Sure. All right. Rent-a-hero. Rent-a-hero. Okay. I'm going to play that on my emulator when we're done talking. It's perfect. All right. And then finally in our news, Dave... Uh, a new trailer for Xenoblade Chronicles 3 came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know how you love the, you know, 150-hour <laughs> RPGs, especially the ones that emphasize a lot of story. Xeno Chronicles 3. Do you think you have to play the first two to understand it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I always forget that there's a second one. Always. Uh, you own it, don't you? I'm sure you do. I don't, actually. Wow. That's one that I missed. That's shocking to me. I know, right? Um, but anyway, uh, more importantly than the trailer, uh, they released a new release date. And Dave, it's been bumped up two months. What? Yeah. That never happens. I know. It was supposed to come out in July. Or it was supposed to come out in September. It's now coming out on July 29th. Oh, dang. So, obviously, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It's going to take place after the events of 1 and 2. Uh, you play as the characters Noah and Mio. You know, blah, blah, blah. Lots of story that Dave doesn't care about. But if you're into this sort of thing, uh, the new trailer shows a bunch of gameplay. And, uh, and it apparently looks pretty tight. <laughs> a lot of small writing that you're not going to be able to see on your Switch screen when you're playing handheld. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so there it is, my friend. There it is. That is your news. Dave, it's time for the new releases. Yes. We got some stuff this week, and I think there's a chance you might buy one of them. I don't know. Oh, all know. right. Let's, let's talk. Although I'm not what sure. Do I, do I say buy, not buy? Yeah. Thumbs up, down, thumbs down. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zombie Army 4 Dead War on the Switch. Uh, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe for all consoles. Nope. No. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt for PS5 <laughs> and PC. Yes. I love it when games have two no. subtitles. <laughs> Vampire. PPS. Yeah. The Masquerade. <laughs> exactly. Vampire. <laughs> the Masquerade. Blood Hunt. Um, Bug Snacks makes its way to uh, the Xbox and Switch. So. That's. Yeah. I think it's a good Switch game. Yeah. Yeah. My son, Ethan, he loved that game. I never finished it. Uh, he, apparently, it goes places at the end. He was kind of. He was. I think it shook him. Uh, I had heard that it was like quite the ending of a story. Yeah, he. Uh, I remember him coming upstairs and being like, "Dad, uh, I just finished 
bug snacks? And I was like, oh, yeah, how was it? And he's like, the ending was real weird. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, he was like, it was it was kind of disturbing. <laughs> wow. So I have no idea. Uh, Dorf Romantic. I love to think, for, for PC, I would love to think that this is a Dorf on golf dating sim. Where it's just... <laughs> Tim Conway, Tim Conway walking around on his knees trying to get girls. Is that is that the game that you thought I would buy? No, it's no, I I have no idea what it is. Let's look it's it dwarf up. Dwarf on golf. Uh, dwarf romantic. Tim Conway sold his life, his face before he died. It is a peaceful building strategy and puzzle game where you create a beautiful and ever growing village landscape. All right. Not as good as Tim Conway on his knees trying to get dates. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2 uh, for the Xboxes and the PC. This one, I feel like I feel like game developers are just putting the word soul in their in their titles. Oh, yeah. Uh, just to, you know, I don't know, generate hype or something. This is unsold <laughs> for uh, look this up. Uh, this is for the uh, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Um, Unsold is a uh, 2D action RPG requiring immense elaborate control. So hmm. it sure sounds familiar. <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> sounds very familiar to me. Um, no relation to Young Souls. Uh, but Bugs... Dark Souls. It should be or... noted, though, that Bug Snacks and Unsold are both coming to... Uh, Game Pass. Oh. Yeah. So you can check those out. Got a subscription. And then finally, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. Any interest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get it? I think I will get it. Yeah. yeah. Good family game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I might get this as well. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, you're getting it. Come on. (laughs) Don't. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, You're probably right. All right. Or I got a question for you yeah. about game releases. Yeah. What do you think about the House of the Dead remake release on the Switch? I don't know. Uh I like House of the Dead just because it's good corny fun. I can't really see Yeah, me too. I can't really see myself spending money on it though. You know, like I guess so the Panzer Dragoon remake came out and I bought yeah. that right away. Uh, yeah, I did too. It didn't release. Well, I bought it when it was on sale. Yeah, it didn't release like in the best shape, and then eventually they patched it and improved it and whatever. And now you can get it on sale for like six, seven bucks. Uh, yeah, I'm frequently. pretty sure I got it for like six fifty. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure uh, I could be wrong, but I think the House of the Dead remake is made by the same people. Maybe I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, and I feel like I'm gonna wait it out. And if it goes under ten bucks or something, you know, then I might. I think it'd it. be kind of cool if you can use the Switch controller to aim. I think you can, and it and it works well. Ah, uh, well, that's another story. I have no idea if it works well. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you use it as a pointer. You know. Yeah. Um, I want to see a remake of House of the Dead Overkill. Now that that I would pay money for. That was that the one on the Wii. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Mo and I had a great time with that. We loved that game. It was fun. Yeah, the House of the Dead games are always fun to me. Yep, they're great. Uh, my friend Brett and I, uh, we were at a work party uh, a couple of years ago, and they had a House of the Dead two arcade machine. Nice. And we 
played through the whole damn thing. We just uh, sat on free play. Yep, yep. We just ignored the whole work party and we sat there for like an hour and played, you know, House of the Dead uh, <laughs> nice. two. So anyway, uh, that's it for the new releases. Uh, because we're recording this so early in the week, we do not have a retro recap from Dale. I'm giving him the week off. So now. It is time for the game spotlight and. I, I left this one up to Dave. That's all I'm saying is I left this one up to Dave. Uh, take it away, Dave. So my kids had me bust out the Sega Genesis Mini last night. And I was going through, because I've, I've hacked mine, so I put a bunch of games that I played as a kid. And one of the ones that we tried to play, but it was messed up, was Dash and Desperados. Have you ever played this game? I had never heard of it until you texted me back and said, "Let's talk about Dash and Desperados." <laughs> you need to play this on your uh, on your emulator. I, I did just before we started. Oh, you just did? Before we, I uh, probably only for about five minutes, but I, I gave it a quick go. So think of it as a side-scrolling obstacle course where you got top and bottom. It's it's a it's supposed to be a two-player game. Yeah, it's a split screen, and whoever makes it to the end wins. Mm-hmm. And what do they win, Dave? So, uh, a girl's heart. I don't know. Uh, a, I don't a smooch. Oh, a kiss. Yeah. So there's Ooh, just there's keys. just some tramp at the end who's like, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll go with whichever one can run the fastest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was when he, when my kids and I were playing it last night. One guy is smiling and one guy is scowling, and every and both of them were like, "I want to be the happy guy. I don't want to be that <laughs> the grumpy guy." Yeah. So uh, they oh. did, they wanted to be Will. They did not want to be Rick. I, I, I looked it up here <laughs> nice. uh, because apparently in the single player game, uh, Rick uh, at the end of each um, world. So there are six worlds with three levels each. Um, and at the end of each world, Jenny, who is the the the, the fucking uh maiden at the end you know the one who's mm-hmm. willing to just give it up for whoever can run faster uh, uh she's kidnapped by rick and then oh, will man. has to you know go and what a dirty dog yeah yeah i mean but even so uh, like i i played through the first level or i tried to a couple times and every time yeah. rick won which he did um he still got a big smooch so at the end of the third i guess he just like I want more Man. than a smooch, and he throws her over Stockholm his shoulder. Syndrome is that isn't that what that's called? Yeah, I don't know. Fall in love with your your kidnapper. Yeah, yeah. Uh what did you think? Uh, I I think that this game is probably meant to be played in two player. Uh, oh yeah, because single Definitely. player was not fun at all. Um, <laughs> I, I I I took three shots at it. Uh, the last time I got to the very end and he beat me by a hair, it's by a hair. Oh, and dang. I was super annoyed and I was like, well, I gave it, I gave it my best. Um, that's uh, that. I think it's cute. So, like it looks good graphically. Yeah, it looks, looks good. Yeah, yeah. Really good, colorful 16 bit graphics, you know? Yep. Mine is messed up. So the bottom Rick, Rick's level is all like garbled. Yeah. Dang. That, that sucks. Yeah. My, my ROM is screwed up. Um, so, yeah, 
growing up, we would play this game at my my friend Thomas that had a Genesis. We'd play. We always started with Aladdin. Yeah. And if we got bored with Aladdin, we'd be like, "Oh, let's play a couple rounds of uh, Dash and Desperados." Yeah. And then we would play General Chaos. Oh, my brother loved General Chaos, and to this day, I've awesome. never touched it. I've never played. Oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, it was fun if you have multiple people. Yeah, he loved it. He and his friends. That's used another. To play it all the time. Not a great single player game, but if you play with other people, it's a good time. Yeah. Um. I uh. So you you were familiar with this game before this this da- dash dash and desperados? desperados? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't making it up. That was from my childhood. All right. And I literally played it last night, so that's why it was on my mind. Yeah. All so right. Briefly, the kids were like, "Turn this off." <laughs> um. Hold on. Hold on. Forget it. I was gonna try something here, but uh, I am not gonna do that anyway. Sorry. All right. So, Dash and Desperados. Uh, buy it or emulate it wherever you can do those things. Uh, and in the meantime, Dave. Dash and Desperados was created by Data East. All right. Dave, yep. I'm, I'm testing your knowledge here. This is, okay. this is your last question. Uh, what right. is your favorite Data East arcade game? Now, I'm, I've got the list in front of me. Right. So I'll try to run down some highlights here. We got, well, I think Bad Dudes probably. Isn't that Data East? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Bad Dudes is there, as is uh, Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. <laughs> Which is like the arcade. Like Bad Dudes was NES, and then gotcha. the arcade, I think, was fully Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Did yep. they also do the RoboCop game? Uh, they did. A, I saw a RoboCop game on here. Yes, indeed. RoboCop 2, I see. Um, yeah. I don't know about the first one. I um, so I, mean, I own literally like yeah. a thousand games on here. I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I owned the RoboCop 2 arcade game for a long time. Nice. Nice. So we've got Burger Time, Lock and Chase, uh, Kung Fu Master, uh, let's see, Road Blaster. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, they, they did a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Karnov is in there, The Real Ghostbusters, <laughs> uh, Bloody Wolf. And love Bloody Wolf. Never played. I haven't even heard of Bloody Wolf. Uh, it's a Turbo Graphic. It was ported to the Turbo Graphics, and the, oh, the okay. port is incredible. It's so good, but it's just a great game. It's it's basically it it's kind of like Ikari Warriors, but better. Oh, I'm picturing like uh, Altered Beast. No, no, Not that Bloody Wolf is in like Marine Camp Bloody Wolf. Yeah. Like that. Okay. And you got to rescue the president. You know, you, they drop yeah, you into course. enemy enemy yeah. territory, and you got to. That was like every pitch meeting in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, it was like, all right, the president is in trouble. That's a gimme. <laughs> yeah, uh, they did RoboCop, RoboCop Two. Uh, uh, let's see, Gate of Doom, which sucks. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why people <laughs> like that game. It sucks. Uh, Super Burger Time, uh, Too Crude, Boogie Wings. Fighter's History, Spin oh, Master, History, that's a game. Karnov's Revenge. What? Uh, There's a sequel to Karnov? Hell yeah, 1994. Uh, Windjammers. Oh, Windjammers. Uh, that was like a big deal when they re-released it. I never played Windjammers. Yeah. I was a super dodgeball guy. Uh, Magical Drop 2 and 3. So mm-hmm. out of those, which one are you picking? Robocop? 
Oof. It's probably RoboCop or Bad Dudes. I played the heck out of both those. Yeah. RoboCop, the arcade game, beats Bad Dudes, the arcade game for me. All right. All right. The ports, like, they, the ports to NES and Super NES never did the arcade game justice for RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have to pick either Lock and Chase or Bloody Wolf. Um, What's Lock and Chase? Is that a puzzle game? Lock and Chase is a Pac-Man clone. Oh, okay. But it's really, really good. Um, uh, it got good home, a uh, good home port on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, and that's where mm-hmm. I first played it. And it also has an incredibly fun Game Boy version. Um, oh, nice! That I that I really recommend. But uh, um, Lock and Chase was probably my first favorite game. Like my first game that I was like, that's my favorite game. Um, Cause I played it constantly. Nice. It's, it's so you, you're like a, you're like a bank robber who's going around uh, instead of power pellets and stuff. You're, you're picking up like gold bars and stuff, Oh, okay. but you can, uh, you can hit the button and lock a door behind you or put up a door behind you. So then the cops or the security guards who are chasing you have to go around and find a different way. Um, really fun. I love that game a lot. Um, but, uh, I would ha- so I would have to say either that or Bloody Wolf because damn I loved Bloody Wolf as a kid so much fun. Oh. Um, I always played Guerrilla War on the NES. That was like a that was an Akari Warriors yeah clone too. Um, if you have a 3DS, uh, you can uh, download the Game Boy version of Lock and Chase on the Virtual Console for the 3DS. Uh, but, nice. but do it quick before, you know, you can't do it anymore. <laughs> I might uh, see if I have other means to play Lock and Chase. Oh, it's so good. I recommend the Game Boy version. The Atari 2600 version's fun, too. Um, I don't, I honestly don't know if I've ever played the actual real arcade version. I think it was only... I can picture it. I can picture the marquee. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I love the, the like, box art for it um, because, like, the the cops or the security guards or whatever they look like you know english bobbies you know they got the, got yeah, the tall yeah, hat yeah. and everything yeah. and they're running around with sticks you know and he's in the he's in the black and white jammies <laughs> yeah exactly so anyway that's it for us uh if you want more of our stuff uh go to bonjamenis.com on the main page there are links to our merch store uh links to a uh, link to our discord chat and to our forums uh, otherwise, go to youtube.com slash Mojo Menace or twitch.tv slash Mojo Menace and on all the social medias, including um, uh, Instagram that Dave the, manages. The fantastically run Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Dave manages our Instagram. Uh, it's also Mojo Menace there. All right. So that's it. Live from Midwest Gaming Classic next week. Sorry, Dave. Wish to be there. Next time. Next time. All right. Bye bye. Bye.